Welcome aboard this week's podcast of Dudes Dish Disney. Get ready for amazing attractions across America. Beer halls and bar rooms, banquets and beverages, a collection of characters and colleagues. No cupcakes. It's Dudes Dishing Disney. This episode of Dudes Dish Disney is sponsored by Magic Vacations. Magic Vacations. Discover the magic of travel. And now your hosts, the dudes of Dudes Dish Disney. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dudes Dish Disney. Joining us today is Ryan, our co-host, the number one Disney dude. What up, dudes? Also joining us is Jonathan, our producer and resident tech dude. What's going on, guys? And I'm Congo Carl, former Jungle Cruise skipper, here to guide you through this week's episode of Dudes Dish Disney. And this week, we're traveling. We're traveling globally. We're traveling to Europe. We're instituting another edition of Adventures by Disney for your learning and listening pleasure. Feel like somebody should have the rainbow from NBC fly by right now that says the more you know that's kind of the path we're on right now when did we become an educational show that's never ever been accused we've never been accused of that before never we've never been accused of that so uh, but that's okay um you know we've been accused of a lot of things and you know the more we try the more we'll get accused of things yeah let's be careful what we're being accused of <laughs> okay let's let's pump the brakes on that so, you know, recently we had our first uh, episode on Adventures by Disney, and we think this is a wonderful way to travel. It's a nostalgic way to travel to get uh, that concierge white glove service that MVPs are so well known for. And Disney has put that uh, quality service and their name has been known for this for years. And they really have, uh, when it comes to things like cruises, when it comes to things like Adventure by Disney, they still have that earmark quality that I think people yearn for. And uh, we wanted to talk a little bit tonight about the destinations in Europe. Now, Adventures by Disney has traveled globally all over the world, but uh, Europe has some very specific destinations that we wanted to talk to you and talk a little bit about the whole concept of what it's like to be on an Adventures by Disney trip. Uh, Ryan, why don't you share again with some of the differences here that makes this really that unique Disney difference and, and what a trip with Adventures by Disney is. Yeah, the, the first thing, uh, and this is kind of contradictory to our last episode about this, but when you remove the Southern California component, you start looking at all the other destinations that you'll go to for Adventures by Disney. You have to get away the of the of the idea of character meet and greets and Mickey Mouse and you know that kind of stuff. That's not what this is. You know, you're not you're not. It's not like a Disney cruise where you're getting fireworks every night or anything like that, right? And the reason I say that is because these are trips for people that are serious about exploring. These are touring trips. These are trips where you get to see amazing, iconic sites, um, and you get to do it in a VIP fashion. So uh, the, the concept of uh, Adventures by Disney is essentially you will go to your destination, and from the minute you step off the airplane, you are in Disney's hands getting, as Carl said, that white glove concierge level service. They pick up your bags, they give you transportation, they bring you to where you want to be. 
If there's multiple stops on your destination, they will handle your bags and provide you to just uh, uh, you with that transportation every step along the way. Um, so that's a big part of it. Now, there are meals that are included. It's not all inclusive, but there are meals that are included throughout the throughout the way. And the meals are top notch meals. We're not talking like, oh, here's Mickey waffles and some bacon. You know, we're talking like fine dining that's included along the way. And you're also staying at five-star luxury resorts everywhere that you go. So just think of, you know, if you're going on this trip, you're thinking about like going on a touring destination with the best quality care that you could possibly have uh, along the way. You're also going to get two tour guides. So you're going to be in, generally speaking, in smaller groups. The first tour guide is going to be a Disney employee. That's going to be somebody that's been trained by Disney. That's going to be somebody that's you know, been through the Disney uh, college program probably, or been through the, you know, the Disney uh, training programs that handles your trip. The second person you're going to have is a local. It's going to be somebody who knows the cultural experiences that you're about to embark on and can actually provide you a cultural lesson along the way. That's a different perspective than anybody from that was born and raised in the United States that can give you. Um, now, you're going to take those two tour guides and you're going to go in to whatever the destination may be. We'll get into that in a minute, but you're going to have VIP access to everything that you're going to do. So you may see somebody standing outside in a line for four hours, which is very common to go see some of these historic sites. And you're just going to wave when you walk by and you're going to go in through a VIP entrance, no waiting, no nothing. It allows you to get twice as much stuff done. See, take your time, enjoy the experience more. And then, like I said, you go and have a fine meal afterwards, a nice glass of wine or whatever it may be. And it's truly a vacation. It's frankly, the only way I want to vacation is this way. I don't know that I can afford to only vacation this way, but it's the only way I would like to vacation. So that's the overall concept of Adventures by Disney. Yeah, well said. And, and I'll just tie in on top of that and let John chime in too. So look at, we talked about how Disney's a storyteller and you know how they like theming. So when they select those four or five star resorts for you, they're themed appropriately to the city and what you're seeing. So if you're taking a tour of Ireland, you're staying in a castle. If you're staying, if you're going through London and Paris, you're staying in the finest hotels, the grandest hotels of Europe, right? So when you're traveling to some of these places, you're experiencing that connecting to the story. Along with the tour guides that uh, were mentioned, the local tour guide will change. So if you're in a multi-tour city and you get to a village in Germany, which is uh, home to some of the famous uh, fables and fairy tales, the local person in that village will be your guide and take the kids through the real stories of Red Riding Hood or uh, Snow White and tell those stories locally in that village where you know the author was or where that fable uh, was passed on generation for generation and tell you the details behind that. Then you move on to the next city and in, in, um, there's another local who's the expert you know, in the Vatican. You know, when there's a Vatican tour as part of the trip to Italy with Disney, like Ryan says, you bypass the lines, but a priest gives you the tour who's a member of the Vatican, of the Vatican, not a tour guide, a real, so you can ask them what it's like to, to, to live in the Vatican, right? So 
the selection of those local tour guides ties into the storytelling and ties into the theme that you'd expect um, Disney to experience. This is true of all of their trips around the globe, but especially Europe, uh, where they immerse you and tie you back into some of the classic storytelling um, fables and you know movies of, of Disney. So there is that little bit of a Disney experience. Like Ryan said, it's not Mickey Mouse, but they may be telling you the origins of Pinocchio. Yeah, and, and, and Hansel and Gretel, Gretel, but you're not going to be at the actual Brothers Grimm story because then you may not survive the trip. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, it, you know, it's eye-opening to some people. A lot of people who grew up on Disney don't know the, a lot of these stories and where they actually came from and the darker side of these stories, and you'll learn some of that stuff. They're not going to immerse you in the darker side, <laughs> but you're going to learn some of that stuff on these types of trips too that you may have never even known. You know, John, some of your thoughts on what you've seen in the itineraries and, and how it pertains, you know, for example, some of the food itineraries. Yeah, I um, I would definitely say, I mean, like you said, like we've already touched on a little bit here, these meals, they're not just like a burger, fries, just some fast food. They're high-end, high-class food that if you're going somewhere nice, these are those type of meals, um, top top end, top notch, fine dining at its best. Some of the best restaurants in these cities, wherever you are, they're, they're phenomenal. And again, like Disney quality, Disney's not going to give you some just random meal. They've, they've vetted these restaurants. They've made sure that the quality is constant, consistent. It's, it's something that you're going to be very happy you're getting and you're going to be telling your friends and family to go back and you're going to want to be going back to these places down the line in years to come. Uh, one thing that we've mentioned before, uh, we haven't mentioned this show, but the folks that use Adventures by Disney, they're usually becoming repeat customers. So when you, when you use Adventures by Disney, you're more than likely going to go back and do another trip to another destination. So there's a reason why the quality is so good. It's because the consistency and people really truly enjoy what you're getting with these trips. So we don't have time to take you through all the trips and all the itineraries, but we'll, we'll touch on a couple of the events in some of them to give you a sample of some of what's in store for you, because I think that's the enticing part. I know when I've shown my clients the itineraries and they start reading them, they're like, no, wait, really? I get to do this, I get to do that. Um, there, is, um, there is a physical component to these too, and we'll talk about that. Every day when there's activities, um, you, know, you will be uh, having some choices. Now you may decide to uh, be taking a hiking on a hill in Austria um, up to the Abbey where they filled the sound of music. But so you've got to hike and got to be in good shape to hike up and down a few miles, right? Um, when you're on one of the river cruises, you have an option to get off and bike along for five miles to the next river cruise stop and bike along the river and see some sights and stop for lunch. So you have to be in you know, the ability to, to ride a bike five miles over the course of a few hours, right? So, um, so there are some requirements if you want to get into rock climbing and some of those activities, but there's always an alternative for more milder sightseeing um, or, you know, you don't ride the bike along the, the Seine River, you can stay on the boat and view, and view the, the castles along the river that way. 
So um, like I said, we won't go into that, but we'll talk about some of these things because there is something for everyone. And then we're going to touch on, there are, this is the thing that, that my clients are amazed at. Some of these adventures are adult only, right? They're exclusive. So you have to be 18 or plus. So everyone thinking, oh, Disney, I don't want to be surrounded by kids and families on this. And that's what they say about cruises too, right? There's enough of these things where a cruise, there's enough adults on it without kids that it's not, you're not overwhelmed. And so what they've done to control adventures by Disney is certain weeks are adults only and they kick up the notch in the theme. And we'll talk a little bit about that. Isn't um, it weird? Isn't it weird? Side note that every single facet of Disney has an adults only facet to it, except for the theme parks. Uh, Disney Cruise Line has adult only and you have the, you know, Adventures by Disney has adult only. Alani has an adult only area, but then you go to the theme parks and they're like, nah, you're just going to deal with kids everywhere. I would argue the bars are 18 plus, but other than that, you're right. I mean, you're as a kid, you can go hang out in Trader Sam's. That's true. So, you know, that's a topic for another day. What we would do if we made adult only Disney. I like it. So, all um, all right. So there's two types of adventures by Disney trips. We're going to touch on today. All of them are in Europe. Okay. The first is the land adventures. Now, the land adventures, as they would apply, are, uh, you know, sort of trips that go uh, to various locations um, that you would expect. Um, To give you an example of some of them, um, the British Isles, where which is a trip that includes, uh, you know, going through England, Scotland and Ireland. Uh, There's also an Ireland exclusive only. I had a customer just... um, uh, plan one of those for this May, and I have a lot of details, and it could give you some examples of what they were excited about for that. There is a, a trip that com- for France. There's a trip that combines the England and UK and France. And if you take the trip to France or the trip from England and France, you can tag on to it a stay at Disneyland Paris. There's a blue, right? <laughs> um, there's also a Grand European, a larger trip that's, you know, 10 days and nine nights that covers England, France, and Italy. Um, there's several different trips to, to Italy. There's some wonderful trips to Greece, um, Iceland, Ireland, um, variations on Italy and the Amalfi Coast. Uh, you can combine Italy with Switzerland. So again, lots of options uh, to, to tour by land, including Norway. Do you notice a theme here that just about every pavilion in Epcot has its own adventure by Disney trip. I feel like that was done on purpose. I think you're right. But there's also other, there's other uh, destinations within Europe that aren't represented. There's a, there's a wonderful trip to Portugal uh, and to Spain. So um, again, lots of op- options for these land tours. And um, I didn't know if one of these land tours caught your eyes, guys, and you wanted to pick one of them as an example uh, on a land tour and, and kind of share some of the highlights. Yeah, so one I'll, uh, I'll touch on here that caught my eye looking through this list. Um, I've got a client I've been actually working on, um, fortunately not doing uh, ABD, but uh, they're going to Greece. Um, and I wish that they didn't plan last minute because this trip would have been absolutely perfect for them using adventures by Disney with timing, with locations, everything they're doing is what's included here. The only difference is 
they had to piecemeal book everything because again they book last minutes um which really sucked but looking at this trip um it's 10 days nine nights um flies into athens international um and basically you're going uh to some of the big locations in greece athens soyonian uh centauri and crete so you're you're going to a bunch of the very 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 popular locations by doing that um and the price ain't bad uh i will say that for everything you're getting for what the distance is it's a phenomenal phenomenal trip and again you're um you're seeing some of the really 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 big stuff just some of the couple of features acropolis tour um you're doing a centaurine uh private boat excursion you get to see the temple of poseidon uh Let's see, uh, Aegean's uh, Swim in the Sea, uh, one of Carl's things, you're getting a, uh, a winery tour. Um, that's just to name a few of them. There's, I mean, the list goes on and on and on with this one. I mean, this is a great tour. If you've ever wanted to go to Greece, this is the tour you want to do. Yeah, um, so I quoted this to two different of, uh, people who are looking for it. You're right. Um, uh, I actually quoted it for my daughter who was considering a, a trip to Greece. Um, but they opted to uh, to go to, to South America instead. But uh, and another couple that were for their 25th anniversary. Now you know right off the bat, um, when you stay in Athens, as you mentioned, John, they put you up at the Electrica Metropolis in Athens. And if you've ever seen a picture of this hotel, you sit at this hotel at the restaurant on the balcony, and you look up at the Acropolis. I mean, it's smack dab there, and the the pictures of it at night. Um, and the views, you know, of the Acropolis all lit up at night as you sit there at your table and eat are magnificent, right? I mean, you couldn't ask for a better uh, quality hotel. And it's a gorgeous pool that you, you swim in, again, overlooking the Acropolis, just fantastic. And that's a good example of, of the hotels. The other, you know, then they, the, the other one they put you out once you get onto the Greek islands, which you, you do get, you know, that's everyone wants to do. If they go to Greece, they want to bounce around to a couple of the islands. And as you mentioned, that's included. But um, you're at a wonderful golf, uh, golf resort and spa on that island, which again, it looks like a resort in itself. And as we said before in these tours, they always give you downtime to either explore a, a village or have lunch on your own. Um, or, hey, you're at this resort with a spa and you want to kick back by the pool or, or go use the spa's facilities, great. As Ryan says, they really make it a vacation. And unlike other European tours where you're going, go, go, go all day on the bus, off the bus, it's really designed with a variety of transportation, a variety of sites, a variety of interest. So you can mix it up. And even when there's two options going on, you don't have to take those two options. You can lounge out by the pool and the pool bar all day. Anything that has a pool bar involved is really up my alley. So, <laughs> that's like, listen, if they had Adventures by Disney Riviera Maya, that would probably be <laughs> probably be where I'm at it. Uh, but no, I, I it's true though. It's nice to have all those different options. Uh, and you know, for me, like if I'm going out to Europe, I don't know that I want to go to a big city, right? Like, like if I'm going to pay for this type of trip, I want to see things that I'm not going to see anywhere else in the world right um so 
Uh, Iceland is one that is definitely on my list of one of these that I would love to do, uh, mostly because I've heard that the Northern Lights via Iceland is ridiculous, right? It's just the most amazing thing you'll ever see in your life. And I love the I love the glacier walking that they have and things like that. But I'm going to step off of that one because because I, I think for me, I would probably actually do um, uh, Norway. Um, Norway just isn't a place that I don't think I would normally go to, right? Like my business travels may bring me to Germany and it may bring me to, you know, London or Paris, or it might bring me to these places that I can go and explore on my own. And while they might bring me to Norway, I'm probably not going to see Norway in the way that Adventures by Disney is going to give me Norway. Um, so I really like that there's a really good uh, sense of both adventure in this Norway itinerary, but there's also some really cool relaxing things that you can do in the Norway itinerary. Um, uh, the river rafting, right? It just sounds like a blast. Like that's sure that's something that you can do here, but let's be honest, the fjords that you're going to see out there and the river rafting that you're going to do out there is going to be completely different than anything that you would do in like Colorado, right? So I think that's super awesome. Uh, there's culture walks and looking at the different uh, history. I mean, we're talking 12th century style history that you're going to see in Norway. Um, um, they do a glacier bike ride, which I'd have to get in shape for, but, but I think I would really enjoy doing that as well. You know, just to me, when I do one of these trips, I want to be just like immersed in just stunning views all the time and that's what i feel like this would be you know a fjord safari and and the glacier bike ride and a waterfall hike and, and you know you're talking about these formations again that are as old as dirt you know almost as old as carl but <laughs> sorry carl uh i'm not sorry um but then norway you... has been bc so be careful yeah <laughs> before carl before carl yeah <laughs> uh god saw that one coming um <laughs> You know, they, they have like some old 12th century churches that you can go see. What, and like, Ryan, when you're, you're describing it, I just popped it up on the, and I'm looking at the, the motion picture, the view of it, which is amazing. Yeah. The Stave Church, which is replicated in the Norway Pavilion at Epcot, you see the real one. Yeah, you know? exactly. exactly. So that's what I'm saying is that, and I've said this to, to people and before is, you know, what's your favorite country in Epcot when you go and you love it? Well, why don't we plan a vacation to the real country? You yeah. know, if you're so fascinated by it. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I always saw it. You said when I, you know, when the Canadian Pavilion opened and I saw the Canadian film, I got so tied to that film that eventually I took a, my next co-op up in Canada and lived up there because I would because that film was just amazing to see the sights and sounds of that country that was so close by to us. Right. Yeah. And, and the Norway, what you're describing about Norway and looking in this this video and this uh, slideshow it's unbelievable what, what you're, what you're seeing. And you know, when you said you gave that kind of caution, oh, it's, it's not uh, all inclusive meals. Okay. So this trip is eight days, right? So you got two of those days you're arriving and departing, right? So it's really kind of, if you, if you take, take off a half day travel for each other, it's really like seven full days and they're giving you 17 meals over seven days. Yeah, so you're getting three days with three meals and the rest with two meals. So it's there's a lot included for the, for that price. And you're seeing you have the option to see up to all the different cities, 15 different sites within those multiple cities that you travel to. Yeah, you're in four cities, four cities on this trip, which I think is really cool. Like that's I mean, you really look at the map and it's quite literally almost all of Norway is being covered 
by this trip, you know, so yeah. you, you can't, you're not going to come out of this trip going, oh man, I missed something, you know, you're going to be like, all right, I think I've pretty much covered Norway. Um, and it's a, it's a family trip too. You can bring your five-year-olds to this. And like you were saying before, Carl, it's a choose your own adventure kind of trip. There are things that you can do. You want to go see the fjord and just explore it and see it because you're with the kids. Great. You can do that. You want to get in a kayak and go down the fjord in a kayak. You can do that too. Right. I, which I really like that part of it. And then it even builds in some time to do some like, you know, traditional old school things like trout fishing, you know, and what dude doesn't want to go and just spend a morning on their vacation, just trout fishing and throwing a net out and trying to get some rainbow trout, you know? Um, and, and if you probably don't... in the most scenic place you'll ever fish in your life. Exactly. Like it's gotta be mind blowing yeah. for, you know, there's a lot of people that I work with in the Midwest that are, you know, country, country people. They like to go out and they like to uh, hunt deer and they like to, you know, go out on the water and fish and they want to do these things like this type of trip would absolutely blow their mind. And if you don't want to fish, you can you can row row a rowboat around the water, right? I mean, like, that's what I love about it is you see this amazing scenery and you really get to choose how you want to do it uh, with a lot of really VIP tour type stuff and meals thrown into it. So yeah, I'm a big fan of it. Um, I think outside of the folk dancing at the end, that's not my thing. But I'll watch other people. I love people watching. I would uh, love to see Maybe you'll meet Thor. Folk dancing. I but would love to see that. Me doing folk dancing? Yeah, that would yeah. be a sight to be seen. You could start a collection. Depending on how much money you raise, it may happen. There you go. That money's going to have to both pay for the bar tab, though, and my <laughs> expenses after I break my leg or something. You know, what's interesting, too, about both your trips that you picked. So I talked about, you know, the transportation around is included. If you try to plan a trip on your own, and try to coordinate transportation to see multiple cities, that's that's a hassle. And you've got a timetables to stick to and, and tickets to buy separately. And, you know, coordinating all that is a lot of work if you take it on your own. There's only so much an MVP is going to do for you in, in foreign countries when you have need that kind of detailed coordination. A trip like this, the one that Jonathan talked about in Greece, includes the transportation. Once you land, you know, buses to a couple cities, but then the ferry boats to take you to the Greek islands and the boat rides, you know, connecting the islands. So you're taking a higher end transportation to get there. And in this one you picked in Norway, it's very high class, comfortable uh, buses between sites. But then um, from Ota to Oslo, you're taking their high speed train in very comfort. So you're taking all, you know, transportation that the locals would transfer, but the higher end uh, transportation and really experience it like what it's like to travel around Europe. And that's the case in all of these trips. You're using multiple modes of transportation, um, which I think breaks up the monotony. If you're going for eight days and like I said, other tours, you're on and off a bus and herded around like cattle. That's not what this experience is. There's enough structure to get a small group from place to place but not so much structure that you feel that it's impersonal. Um, so I just would want to point that out. So those are two great examples of, of the trips. Um, one of the things that I'll, I'll uh, talk about, maybe I'll talk about it uh, on, on a little letter when we get to a country, but um, you know, some, there's more than one ways to experience these adventures by Disney. Um, you can do not only the land, but, we wanted to talk a little bit also about the river uh, cruises, B, 
because um, the river cruises is again, seeing some of the same countries, but a little bit different convenience, right? It combines the uh, scenes and uh, sites in all of the various multiple towns you might experience on a cruise and the convenience of unpacking once, being in the same room and going port to port. The difference is on a river cruise is they're much smaller um, uh, it, it vessels. It's AMA Waterways is the cruise line they use, which is the highest graded cruise line there is. And when they cruise for a week, it's basically adventure by Disney taking over more than half the boat and um, you're going on the river. Now the river options are the Rhine River, the Danube and the Seine. And there's different combinations of trips along those rivers uh, to create those various itineraries. Um, so again, like the land tours, you're going from city to city, but you are going uh, to be able to stop at those and give you some you know, uh, different ones. I'll give you an example one. So a lot of them have themes, right? There are some that go to the Christmas markets in Europe. Uh, there is food and wine ones. There are a lot of adult only ones. Um, and they uh, give you some great samples. I'm going to specifically give you an example of a, of a trip by Disney. And it's the one that I am going to do someday. They have a Danube River Cruise that happens the last couple of weeks in September, um, which is an Oktoberfest cruise through Europe. Okay. So talk about an ultimate dude's trip. Um, it starts in Hungary and it goes through Slovakia, Austria, and Germany. So it goes through four countries uh, on this trip. And again, you, you've got the convenience of being at that. So in addition to all of the traditional uh, itineraries, what they do is they work in that time of year, Oktoberfest highlights. So you're going to end or start in Munich. So you can go to the real Oktoberfest, right? As part of that trip. They, um, they go uh, on uh, the other villages to breweries and wineries celebrating all of the fall beers. So every village that you stop on, it's kind of like they've set up a tent and an Oktoberfest and they've got the local foods of that country because it's not only Germany that celebrates Oktoberfest, it's, it's Austria and Slovakia and Hungary too. Um, they're all very proud of the beers that, the, that they, uh, they have and they all have their different spin on beer. So um, a great way to, to uh, give an example of that. Now, the itinerary um, on, the, on the basic cruise includes some really cool stuff anyways. Um, for example, you know, one of the dinners in music, you're gonna have dinner at the real Hofbrau House, the original Hofbrau House. You're going to, you know, um, they have it on the normal trip to, that's not Germany, but they've incorporated to the Oktoberfest trip. There's a day where you get to go to the bakeries and make pretzels all day, not all day for a couple hours. They show you how to make German pretzels. And of course you can eat what you make. And they also and, sell the rest to other people and profit <laughs> off you. <laughs> They're actually really cheap labor to them. They're cheap labor, right. So <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> So, I mean, but, but talk about getting it in and mixing it up with the locals. So on, on the adult only trips, what they've done is they've taken out the kids stuff of visiting the fairy tale stuff 
and they've incorporated in more trips to winery, more trips to breweries, uh, more historical sites that tie in to an appropriate adult um, vacation. So one of the stops on this, on this uh, Danube River is to Vienna, right, Austria. So you get, you know, historic tour of Vienna and all the musical sites. And, you know, you can learn all about you want about Mozart and Strauss and all that stuff. But if that doesn't, you know, float your boat, um, you could stay on ship and they have a wonderful lunch uh, on ship. And this is the thing about the river cruise too. They actually, when they land in port, they get on shore and buy the local food to prepare for you that day. So they go into Vienna, get all the Vienna's food and they cook a Vienna's dinner for you. So I, I still really love the fact that if it doesn't float your boat, your suggestion is get back on the boat and float. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, you know, and like I said, if Mozart and Strauss are not your thing, you can go to a traditional wine house and drink away your afternoon. The interesting thing, too, I'll point out about the river cruises, okay, which is different than the land tours. The land tours specify, you know, all the meals and what's included, as do the river cruises. It's a combination of what's on trip and what's ashore. There's different meals that are at historical sites or, or classic restaurants. You can have ashore, too. But when you take the river cruise, beer and wine unlimited are included when you're on the ship. Okay, so there's a real other value there in these river cruises is that, yeah, your liquor is included, too. Especially yeah. if you're traveling with Carl. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, the other thing, too, is if you look closely, you know what else is included more? More meals. Any of the ones that are alcohol in nature also include more meals, which is very smart. <laughs> That's a very good call, because the last thing you want is liquored up people on a boat with no food in their bellies. That's very true, Ryan. That's very true. Um, so, uh, yeah, everything is is really designed, again, with those choices, uh, energetic activities. But a lot of them they have. And there's other cruises like this that focus on, on, um, on uh, food in general, not just the beer and wine, but food. But this one obviously focuses on October. So, and the Grand, uh, whether you start uh, in um, Munich or end in Munich, there is always a private Oktoberfest reception for you, which is sort of the grand finale of the last night. So you're, you're eating some of those things in some of the restaurants, but then they do a thing. And then they bring out, as Ryan says, the traditional folk dancers. You don't have to dance, but you can yodel. No, I can't. I promise you, I cannot yodel. <laughs> I would enjoy watching you yodel, I think, though, Carl. <laughs> So that that's I, I really thought last time we were at uh, Vina Garden, he uh, he was going to start yodeling with the guys there. I, I thought after we left the bars, he might start yodeling and then he <laughs> didn't know where he was. <laughs> so th there's an example, like I said, and they have similar uh, itineraries. Some of the other river crews, we didn't mention all of them. Um, lots of, you know, but we did mention all the cities in Europe. So the, the Rhine River Cruise goes through Switzerland, France, Germany and the Netherlands. The Danube River Cruise is really what I just spoke to you for the Oktoberfest. It, it hits Hungary, Slovakia, Austria, and Germany. Um, then they do a similar route than that, but the, they time it to see the Christmas markets where it's a very popular tour. Um, there is a uh, Seine 
river tour in France that is, um, it's really, um, it's kind of more the classic uh, from Paris to Normandy. And you can see the historical sites uh, that you'd expect to see on that type of trip, uh, eight day and seven night. They also do a sand river cruise, which is uh, a National Geographic photography sailing. So if you're into photography, um, you could go on this cruise and there's photographers from National Geographic now that Disney owes them, see the crossover pollinization there, where they take you on some of these world famous sites and um, give you lessons on how to get the ultimate pictures, um, uh, whether it be nature, whether it be um, uh, architecture, whatever it is, they're showing you how to make the most of use of your camera on it. So lots of different uh, uh, ways that they incorporate and specialize on those trips. Again, some of them for adults only and some of them uh, for families. And uh, you can have just as many options there. I particularly thought the, the whole idea of biking uh, along the river as your ship sails away ahead of you or behind you, depending on how fast you pedal, is kind of interesting too. Uh, and a great way to see you know, the countryside. Uh, it does include a stop for lunch and drinks, though. So I'm wondering if you got back on the bike after that. You know, you might have to pedal a little hard to make sure you catch up to the final port where your ship pulls in. Other things that uh, we should mention about Adventures by Disney in Europe. I mean, for me, just know that what we've talked about here is just barely scratching the surface of what's offered out there. And what I like about it is just like as if you're in the you know, in the nine night uh, adventure, you have a lot of choice in what you can do. They've actually structured these in a way that you can just do parts of these trips, not the full nine nights. If you want to do three or four nights and you just want to do Italy and only Italy, you can do that, right? That's not what we highlighted here, but itineraries may be slightly different or there's one or two things that might be different. But for the most part, the major attractions are still there. So if you wanted to do two weeks in Italy, but you wanted to do, you know, four or five nights of it being in uh, Adventures by Disney, again, that's an option. I think the flexibility to do that just says if you are thinking about, if you know the Disney customer experience, right, and then imagine it blown up times 10, right, VIP style, and you you want to go on one of these, call us. We'll talk to you. We'll find which one you want to do, but call us, text us, email us, tweet us, Facebook us, Instagram us, whatever you got to do, just get in touch with us. We'll figure it out. Just a second, Ryan, uh, and touch on a little bit too. Remember, these trips, they're luxury trips, but with the Disney flair, and you're going to get the best of the best with these trips. It's well, 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 well worth doing these trips. If you've even considered them, go ahead, give us a ring. It's worth it. You'll be so happy you did it. You really will. I think another thing that I would add um, is, you know, again, some people like to freelance and have uh, structure. When you look at these itineraries, there's, you know, every other day has a half day to yourself. The other thing I really like about all of these trips is it's not round trip. You start in one city and end in another. I just booked one for a couple that went to Ireland. They fly into Dublin and they fly out of Shannon. So what they've, and, and right now one-way trips are a lot cheaper than round trips. 
uh, for a lot of airlines. So what's nice about that is they're coming into Dublin a couple of days early, which you want to do with flights and everything these days anyways, exploring some things that they're not going to see their first day in Dublin on the trip. So they're going to for maybe some things that weren't included as highlights or I know that it's an anniversary trip and the gentleman that, that bought it for me, he says, my wife wants a day of shopping. So she's going to be able to shop to her heart's content. And then they've also built in a, an extra day or two in Shannon on the other end uh, to have some time again at their own to explore at their own pace, et cetera. So just like a cruise, you can extend uh, a couple of days before or after your trip. You can do that with an Adventures by Disney very easily. And, and again, because it's not round trip, you can explore more of some of these larger cities that have uh, an airport in them to safely get you home, right? So uh, another way to for people who are a little apprehensive about structure and want to freelance, the, again, enough flexibility on the trip, but even more flexibility if you build a day or two on each end. Um, so I think it really lends itself to the international world traveler, that seasoned traveler or wannabe seasoned traveler uh, that would love to go to Europe, but really wants the, you know, a little safety net of what do I do when I get there? I don't speak the language. I don't know how to get here or there. I'm going to four countries. I certainly don't speak all those languages. I hope everyone speaks English. So you've got the comfort and security of that. But again, some time to, to go explore. And those local guides that Ryan mentioned you, they're going to be right there when you have that half day. So if you whisper to them, hey, I really want an authentic Italian experience for food, they're going to take you to and let you know where to go. If you want to go to a Greek restaurant where they're throwing plates on the floor and yelling, Opa, they're going to tell you where to go. Those local guides, not the Disney guide who is probably going to know too, but that local guy is going to say, hey, my brother's got a cafe down the street. Come on in, right? And just make sure you don't ask for something that's just an American tradition, because they're going to be like, you know where you can go. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the Weston Hotel. <laughs> In Wheeling, Illinois. <laughs> so um, we can't say enough about it. Um, we, we encourage you to, to you know, Pick your favorite country in Ep Epcot. Give us a call. Let us plan a trip by Adventures and uh, Disney. And if this is something you're interested in, maybe we'll do another show for the other trips around the globe, which are phenomenal. Or your own private jet adventure. That one's going to be an interesting one for us to talk about down the line. <laughs> I'd love to get somebody on. I, I, honestly, I would love to get somebody to come on who, who did it and talk to us. That would be cool just to hear their experience with it. So if you've been on that trip. <laughs> if, you're, if you're one of the 27 people who went on that trip, please call Dude's Dish Disney at 800. We don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. I know I've got my head full of ideas of international travel. Thank you, Ryan and John, for sharing all the details with us and our listeners. Oh, you're welcome, Carl. And until next day, uh, au revoir, dudes. Uh, wait, later, homies. <laughs> later, dudes. <laughs> later, dudes. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of Dudes Dish Disney. Please check us out on social media, on Facebook at Dudes Dish Disney, 
on Instagram at Dudes Dish Disney, on Twitter at Disney underscore Dish. Please visit our sponsor, Magic Vacations, at magicvacations.net. More than just a travel agency, Magic Vacations has over 60 Magic Vacation planners committed to bringing you white glove concierge service. Using a Magic Vacation planner allows you to spend more time making memories and less time worrying about the details. For all of your Disney, Universal, Cruise, and Global travel, go to magicvacations.net. Magic Vacations, discover the magic of travel.